Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Greetings and welcome to Military Network Radio. I'm Linda Crater, and we have a very special show for you today. I'm joined by my wonderful friend and colleague, Sandra Beck, host of Military Mom Talk Radio. We're going to share a wonderful story with you about a military family in Virginia and their family's journey from great challenges to remarkable strength and opportunity. Today's show is sponsored by K-12 Inc., the leader in online K-12 education, which is especially well-suited to mobile military families and their flexibility options. Sandra, why don't you introduce our guest today? I'm glad to be here with you. Me too. Me too. Jackie, welcome to the show. And Lucy too. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. And I know Linda is as well. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. So tell us a little bit about your story. I mean, it's pretty amazing what you and your husband and Lucy and and you've got a little guy, Tag, who just started kindergarten. You guys have been through quite a bit. Yeah. Yes, we have. Um, when Tag was 11 days old and Lucy was three years old, my husband, Michael, was um, very seriously wounded in Afghanistan in an attack on his combat outpost. And it was actually his birthday as well. So now we celebrate his birthday and his alive day. So that is really where our life just took a turn that we were absolutely not expecting and from that point on, we've lived in military hospitals. Our life has revolved around that and doctor's appointments. And it's really affected every aspect of our life, um, but also the kids as well. You know, it's interesting. I, I find that everyone does serve in a military family. And it really becomes very complex in terms of managing how you live, how you manage the doctor's appointments and the schooling and how you even drive the car to get to all of the appointments, etc. You know, when you're talking about schooling, which we are today, how does that reflect on being able to have a flexible online schooling option like Virginia Virtual Academy? Oh, it's been just completely necessary in our life. Um, My husband's care was very poorly managed, so he actually got a lot worse with his injuries. So we spent four years post-injury in the WTUs in the military, which is not normal at all. But so that eventually Lucy got to the age to where she was supposed to be entering kindergarten, and we had two very serious hurdles in front of us. And one was the scheduling. Um, I would have to drop everything and take my husband to the doctor, to the hospital, go with him throughout the day. So it would have been extremely difficult to either get her off the bus, um, drop her off, things like that. But um, she also, though, because of the trauma that we went through at such a young age with her she had an anxiety disorder that really affected her whenever she was either in large groups of like 15 or more people 
And whenever she was away from us for, you know, prolonged hours throughout the day. So we knew after talking to her doctors that if she was going to go to a regular public school and sit in a classroom, they were talking about having to medicate her, which we knew Mm -hmm. she wouldn't be able to do her best then. And she was only five years old. So we knew that that was not the option that we wanted to go with. um, And especially with the scheduling problem as well. So we decided to try out K-12 and we said, as long as it's healthy for her, as long as she's learning and it fits with our lifestyle, then we'll keep doing it. And she started in kindergarten and now she's going into third grade. She just finished up all the work for her um, second grade year ahead of time. So she's excited about that. Well, and I can't imagine, you know, what it must have been like to to have all this on your plate. You know, those WTUs you were talking about, those are warrior transition units for those listening who aren't familiar with that. And it upsets your whole family. It upsets your whole lifestyle. And on top of that, you had a car accident. Yes, just in October, we had a car accident, the kids and I, and I ended up with severe whiplash and a concussion as well. So I'm getting, and my concussion symptoms and problems have still persisted. We were actually running late today because we were at the TBI clinic that my husband is seen at. They're treating me as well. So um, we've just, it's been interesting for me as a caregiver to get this point of view. Now that I have, I see firsthand some of the struggles that my husband has and man, I'm in awe of what service members with TBIs endure on the long term. Cause mine's only been for, um, you know, since October, but he's dealt with this for years. So you know, probably, I mean, we have appointments probably sometimes we try to double up so that we can, um, have a day off. But I mean, we're in appointments pretty much five days a week. You bring up a huge point about TBIs or traumatic brain injuries because the symptoms can come and go. They can come later. And as you said, the treatments take time and you're also dealing with school and children and trauma and also taking care of your husband because being a caregiver is a full-time position as well in most cases. How have you adapted to being able to manage both your care and his? That's still an ongoing thing for me because I spent over four years um, just caring for him and focusing on him and the kids. So my care has definitely um, been a struggle because I have to try to make myself a priority again, which is just not the habits that I've ingrained over the past years. So it's really changed the way that I live my life and the way that my brain works. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mom. Like, let's be honest. We're right. I have, I have two kids. I'm last on my list. In fact, yes. Lynn and I laugh a lot. I'm not even right. on my to-do list most right. days. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and- that that 10 minute shower or something at the end of the day, I'm like, woohoo, self-care. I did it. Right. It's so, you know, I can't imagine, you know, what it's like day to day. And then, but it's so cool because, you know, I have to drive my kids in the morning and I I spend a lot of time in the car 
really, it's really frustrating for me. And you're able to be there with your daughter and your son hands on with their schooling. How does that work for you in the day? Like, what does that look like for somebody like me who's considering switching my kids? What does it look like? Like you get up in the morning and you have your lesson plan ready. Like, what does it look like? Oh, um, so that's one of the things that I really love about K-12 is that you can personalize it so much. They have um, a schedule set up for you every day and you can either, you know, if your child struggles in math and maybe they need a confidence boost before that, you could work up to your hardest subject or you can choose to get your hardest subject out of the way early. Um, some kids work better in the morning time. We've noticed that for our daughter, she really hits a certain point of the early to mid afternoon where it's just a lot harder to focus. So we're, we kind of work our schedule as much as possible around that. And we try to get things done as early in the day as possible, but some people, they need a little extra time to work up to that. And then whenever it comes to our crazy, crazy life with appointments and meetings and things about care. Um, that's really great because if we get started and we need to pause, um, then we just, we pause, we go down the road to the hospital, we take care of things and then we come back and we can pick right back up again. We, we do bring the kids to a lot of appointments because we just, we really don't, like military, many military families, we don't have a lot of childcare in the area where we are. We don't know a lot of people that well, because people in the capital region, they're busy. They're either in the military, they work for the government. Um, so the kids end up going to a lot of appointments with us. And part of that also is just because of the trauma that they went through they really don't like being away from us. That's a little bit harder for them than it would have been otherwise had we had a more normalish lifestyle. You know, Jackie, the flexibility that this offers is amazing for someone like yourself because you've got a lot to juggle. You need to be able to take into consideration the individualized needs of the children, your husband, and your own care. And... The flexibility sounds as though it allows you to work at the pace you need and on the subjects that you need whenever it's convenient. Is that accurate? Yes. And that's one of the things that I really love about it. And the flexibility has been awesome, especially whenever I was injured, because for a while I was on complete screen rest. So I couldn't look at the computer and read, um, you know, a 45 minute history lesson for Lucy. So I talked to her teachers and the staff at Virginia virtual and we, what we did so that they knew about it and they wouldn't think that her progress looked a little bit odd. Um, she did a lot of the offline stuff that she could do on her own or that we could read from a book instead of reading from the computer. And then once I was allowed to look at computer screens more, then we just went back and worked on that other stuff. So it's been, you know, and on sick days, um, if she's sick herself and she doesn't feel like looking at a screen, but, 
she wants to do literature, then I can read stories to her and she can do worksheets. So it's very accommodating for just a multitude of situations. So can we bring Lucy on? She's the star of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lucy, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. So I have a little boy your age, and he is reading Frog and Toad, the Frog and Toad books. What are you reading right now? Peter Pan. Peter Pan? Mm. Do you, who's your favorite? Do you like Tinkerbell or Captain Hook? I like Tinkerbell. She's really funny and mischievous. Oh, is she, is she like you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So tell me what school's like at home with your mom. Um, it's really fun, and I really like it. Yeah? What do you like about it? Do you ever get to, like, take a nap in the middle of math? <laughs> no. What about, could I like you... I wear my like, pajamas. You wear your pajamas, okay, so you can get, go to school in your pajamas. That's really cool. And what about, let's see, are you doing any English? She does the um, literature and writing skills. Okay, literature and writing. So do you, so when you write, do you write on the computer or do you write in a notebook? Um, we, yeah, we, I write on paper. You write on paper? And how's your handwriting? It's good. Is it? Mine's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> I'm proud of you that you've got good handwriting. <laughs> Which is always a thing. How do you love your teachers? Um, I really like them. They're awesome. And what's awesome about them? They're very helpful. And do you have lots of questions that you ask them? No, not really. (laughs) Because you've got it handled, right? Yeah. And then talk about your friends. Do you have online friends as well as friends you see in person? Um, we meet people at the field trips. Talk about those. What are some of the field trips you've gone on? The pumpkin patch and the water park. Love it. Love the water park. So if you had to say your favorite subject, what would it be? Um, history. History. What do you love about history? I like learning about the ancient Greeks. And Lucy, how old are you? Eight. <laughs> Well done. That's (laughs) terrific. And, you know, Jackie, back to you. You have been so enamored of K-12s and uh, Virginia Virtual Academy that you have enrolled your son, Tag, in kindergarten. Talk about that. Children are very different. What appeals to you about that as well as for Lucy? Well, you are right. Children can be very different, and ours definitely have some big personality differences. So, So I kind of thought that Tag would end up um, being our child who would just want to go sit in a public school classroom with other kids. And we would be fine with that because we recognize that they have different needs. But we've found over the past couple of years that he's actually, even though he was a newborn, when we went through all the initial trauma of my husband's injury, Mm -hmm. um, he is still processing that our life is very different from other military families even. It's just, it's not normal to spend all your time at a hospital in a doctor's office or to, you know, have a parent who is disabled in in this way with this type of injury. Mm -hmm. So he 
has expressed a lot of interest in doing it this way. And he's starting to show some anxiety and some attachment issues because of um, our situation. So we said, you know what, well, we love the curriculum. We love the teachers and the staff. We, so we know it's a beneficial situation. So we're going to go ahead and do kindergarten with him. He actually got his acceptance letter just yesterday. Oh, how exciting. You know, the, the interesting part about all sorts of disabilities and, and how they become normalized over time, it does take time. And so what you're talking about makes good sense about TAG wanting to be around the family. And how does your husband engage with the children and school? He helps me whenever he can. Of course, there are days whenever his TBI really limits that, mm -hmm. but he is definitely the math and science guy. So whenever I start to have some issues with that and I'm getting a little bit um, frustrated because that's just not the way my mind works, um, we are able to get help from each other, which is great. So I imagine that there is going to be a lot of tag teaming in this coming school year. But that's fantastic. And isn't it also true that you have access to other um, support groups and uh, tutoring if needed? Let's say both of you were having a tough time of it at a certain time. You do have other fallback resources with this particular schooling option, don't you? Yes. And that's one of the many things that I love about it is it's not me being her teacher. She has teachers who are, you know, skilled in mathematics and things like that. Things that I don't quite understand how to explain on this level. So we have access to all of that. And there's groups for, you know, the different regions and stuff. You can go to the co-op groups and everything. So it's just, it's a wonderful network and um, safety net, really. Well, and what I loved about that, Jackie, is like when you were talking about math, I could start to feel like my anxiety rise. And, <laughs> right. Mine too. Yep. You know, so to know that you could go online, like there's all these different options for you, um, you know, is really important, I think, for a lot of us, because we all get the same 24 hours a day. Like mm -hmm. when you look at how much time you spend driving back and forth, the time of the appointments, you know, kids need to sleep, you need to sleep, we all need to eat and shower. Like when you look mm -hmm. at what's left over there's not much. And, you know, I really, I just want to say, I'm so proud of you for mm -hmm. adjusting and accommodating and being a go-to girl to, to, to keep mm -hmm. family going forward because it's not easy on a good day. It's not easy. And you've got all these challenges. So I just wanted to tell you that, um, and, and praise you and praise all the moms out there that are doing, you know, what they need to do for their families and being creative and trying different options. So you just have my utmost respect. Thank you. Yeah, well, we need to support each other. And I want to ask you, I'm going to switch topics a little bit here. Your family recently released, you guys got a new house thanks to Operation Finally House. Yes, Operation Finally Home actually surprised us on Veterans Day last year at the Washington Wizards game and told us that they were going to build us a custom-built, mortgage-free home that's going to meet our needs medically. And we just got into the house on Friday. 
So it's, it's amazing. It, it still kind of feels like a dream, but, um, it's real. We get to stay here and the kids even, they made the kids a special schoolroom with built-ins and desks and shelves. And it's, it's going to be an incredible place for them to be able to learn and grow. How did that feel? as you watched a home go up and know that that was being done for you and your family? It's, well, you still, you know it, but like at the same time, you just don't believe it. Like we still kind of feel like we're on vacation and like maybe at some point we're going to have to get up and leave here, but we actually, we don't, we just get to stay here. So, um, and it's amazing because like all of the, they just, they thought of everything. The cabinets have a soft close feature. So all the cabinets and toilets in the house, you can't slam them and make a loud noise. Mm. You can try to, but it will stop itself and then slowly and softly, quietly close. That is a huge thing for brain injuries. All of the lights have dimmer switches. So if we need a little bit of light, but my husband, he's extremely sensitive to it, you know, we can dim it and turn it down. It has an elevator because of his leg and back injuries. So we don't have to worry about him ever not having access to a part of the house. All of it is open. There's room for if he needs a wheelchair in the future, which is always a possibility. Um, everything is, there's enough space for, um, a wheelchair to turn around in the bathrooms. It's just, they thought of everything. You know, I, I can't imagine you, you said you were at a basketball game when you found out. Yes. It's a funny story. We actually almost missed our own surprise because DC traffic is DC. traffic. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to put it. Right. Yes, everybody was really, really sweating it. And we just thought we were there for um, a Veterans Day thing where other families would be on the court with us. And we were literally whisked into the stadium and down to our seats and then immediately stood up and taken out onto the court. So my heart had not finished pounding from the <laughs> traffic and from running basically to get there. Um, and then they... All of a sudden, both my husband and I were kind of like, why is there no other families here? What is going on? And it was just shocking. I mean, we're, I thought that being in the house would make it seem real, but it still just seems like a dream. What do you like best about your new house? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I love everything about it. It's, it's so open and everything has a place, which is great. An another great thing for TBIs for both um, my husband and I. So we're able to kind of keep things compartmentalized and not get overwhelmed. Um, the elevator, just knowing that he will be able to get around and, you know, come upstairs to say goodnight to the kids at night. And the whole house is actually filled with letters from people because we had this event called Notes of Love back in February. And what they did was whenever the house, before the drywall went up, whenever it was just the studs and, I don't know, the wood, whatever, <laughs> whatever they call it, um, and people got to write messages or send in messages that are walled up in the house now. And, like, in the kids' room, they have notes from 
all of Lucy's teachers at Virginia Virtual, from the head of the school there and from the K-12 CEO, he sent in a special personalized letter that's now in their schoolroom. So we know whenever we've had a bad day or when things get frustrating, we're literally surrounded by love and support. It's built into our house. I mean, that's incredible. That's not something that just everybody can have. And we're, we're so grateful for it because we'll always know that we have support and that we're loved. And our kids will always know that. That is such a warming extra to the home. I mean, it's one thing to have a beautiful home built for you that accommodates and is accessible and all of those things, but also knowing that so many people really cared about you and your family, as well as I love the being surrounded with literally notes of love and that your educational experience also tied in even with the delivery of the home. That is so exciting. So if you had to talk about um, the, the best part of taking a bad situation and making it good, you all have recovered with a, a strength that is truly powerful and very compelling. Did this process um, help you to grow personally and as a family? Oh, yes, absolutely. I feel like we know that, you know, well, what I tell people all the time is that one act of hatred produced countless acts of love that are still being paid forward. And because of this, we are able to show our kids that, you know what, yeah, your circumstances and the things outside of these walls, they'll change your life but they're not going to dictate the type of person that you become and you choose how you react to things. And we have chosen since Michael was wounded, we knew that he survived. So the terrorists, they didn't win on the battlefield, but we're not going to let them win here in our home either by allowing us to be angry and bitter and living in the past. We are going to take this beautiful home and now use it to keep doing what we have been doing a lot of and now can do more of, and that's advocating for other wounded warriors and their families. We have a nonprofit for the children of wounded warriors that we started ourselves, and I was just appointed this year to a fellowship with the Elizabeth Dole Foundation because of my advocacy work for wounded warriors within the military system. So we're just going to keep focusing on that. And now we don't have to worry about a home or rent or roof over our heads. So that's that much more energy that we can put into helping others who are coming after us on this journey. And that's, I mean, that's worth it. It makes it worth it. Well, that's a huge contribution. And your graciousness in accepting that one act of hatred caused countless acts of love and that it's a personal choice plus your continued service by advocating and helping others. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today and we wish you continued great joy in your new home and Lucy 
in your new schoolroom with your little brother. <laughs> and we want to mention today. So thank you again. I mean, we're really delighted to share your story. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. But we want to mention, too, that enrollment is now open at K-12 for the 2017-2018 school year. And you can find out more information with flexible educational options at k12.com. Thank you all for joining us today. We are so grateful to have heard your wonderful story. Thank you. Hey, and Lucy, take a bow. You did great. <laughs> she just bowed. She's a dancer. She has a special bow. <laughs> we love that. She did a curtsy or a plie. We can all imagine Lucy just just graciously en- ending the show today. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you sharing our story and for getting the word out there about K-12. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for listening today, and we wish you a wonderful week ahead. We will talk with you again next week. Hello. (laughs) And thanks for the finale from Tag, who's entering kindergarten. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. And in iTunes under Military Network Radio. 